Lord love a lemon bush. Welcome to the Harland Highway. It's me, your host, Harlan Williams. Hope you're doing groovy today, man and woman, because there's two different genders, right? I think. Um, And speaking of women, we are going to be getting into uh, a woman that pulled a date scam. Wait till you hear the scam this uh, lady pulled. And I I use the term lady very lightly. I'm not happy about what she did. I'm going to get into that. Um, And uh, we're going to be visiting with Charlie Lee today. I'm going to be dropping by the Moonglow Restaurant and Tavern. Haven't been down there for a while. Charlie Lee will be there. Um, I made a 911 call yesterday, and I'm going to get into that. A uh, little commotion in my neighborhood. I called the cops. Um, fun. And then have you ever heard this thing, the twitchy leg syndrome? Good Lord. What next? So I don't know if you have twitchy legs or what, but I'm going to, you know, I got to talk about something that stupid. And then finally, I'm going to get a little preachy today and uh, tap into a a famous line, do unto others as I would have done unto themselves. Uh, It's time for me to talk about it right here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Relax. Get ready to have fun. What we've got here is failure to communicate. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. This is Harland Williams. I'm a human being. God damn it. Hey, hey, hey. This is Harland Williams here on the Harland Highway rolling with you. I think it's time to go in and visit our old friend Charlie Lee at the Moonglow Restaurant. Uh, I'm going to pull off the Harland Highway here. We haven't been to see Charlie in a little while. Let's go inside. Hey, Charlie, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing really good. I got brand new special all over the menu. Like a noodle dish? No, Charlie, you got a rice cake. Oh, a rice cake, huh? Well, I don't know if I'm, uh, I'm up for that. Yeah, you try rice cake. Charlie, you got a rice cake. Um, okay, maybe uh, I'll get a rice cake butt with some, like, uh, you got any of that delicious orange peel chicken? No, Charlie Lee got a rice cake! Okay, you're getting a little heated up there. Yeah, that's because I say it so many times. I told you already, as soon as you come in the door, Charlie Lee got a rice cake all over the place. Okay, well, I said I'd get a rice cake, but maybe I'll have some, uh... Some honey shrimp or... No, 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 you just have rice cake. Uh, Charlie, you got a rice cake. Well, you keep saying that, but maybe... You know what? I don't even want the rice cake. Yeah, you have rice cake. Charlie, you got a rice cake. Stop yelling. I I, I don't want a rice cake. Yeah, Charlie, Moonglow special. You got a... I got a rice cake. That means you got a rice cake, funny guy. Okay, you know what? Maybe uh, I'm not going to have anything. Yeah, Charlie, you got a rice cake. I think you're out of food, aren't you? What are you talking about? Charlie Lee got lots of food. Oh, really? Yeah. Sounds like you're out of inventory. Why? Don't say inventory around Charlie Lee, teriyaki. What do you got besides rice cake? I got lots of stuff. Why, you try to inquisition Charlie Lee? 
Is that what you do? You grill Charlie Lee up against the wall like FBI agent? What do you got? Come on. You got any shrimp? No. You got any noodles? No. You got any uh, chicken? No. What do you got? Charlie Lee got a rice cake. See, you're just out of inventory, and you're trying to get rid of your rice cake on me. Yeah, you take rice cake right now. Get out of my restaurant. You're saying I have to have the rice cake, or I, I'm out. Yeah, you have rice cake. You get out of my restaurant. You get out of Mooglo. Mooglo, not like you. Get out teriyaki. Wow, you know what? I'm not going to be forced to eat your rice cake just because you haven't got your new order of food in. So I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to go over and get a cheeseburger. Yeah, cheeseburger, good shape. It round. You can put rice cake right on top of it. All right, see you later. Charlie Lee, everybody. Man, you believe that guy? He's all out of inventory. He's trying to get dump his rice cake on me. Nice try, Charlie Lee. What am I, an idiot? Yeah, I think you're an idiot. You eat rice cake. How does that guy always hear me when I'm all the way down the highway? Charlie Lee hear everything. He bought rice cake on his ear and make him pick up things like dolphin. Good lord. What could be more annoying than that guy? What what dining experience could be more annoying than going to have dinner at the Moonglow restaurant with Char I've got a rice cake. What a lame ass. You know what? Wait a minute. There is a more annoying dining experience. Wait, I just remembered. Oh, my God. Guys, hold on to something. Duct tape yourself to a chair. Because I'm about to play you a story that is so annoying, so uh, so manipulative towards men that you're going to freak. This one might send you over the edge. And believe me, I never use the B word, the bitch word. I may use it in comedy sketches, but I, I, I never call a woman that. I have four sisters. I have a mother. I respect women. I love women. And uh, that word to me is just a vile word. I've never, I've never out and out called a woman a bitch. I don't like it. Um... I use the word biatch and bitch in some of my bits for comedy effect, but uh, uh, never uh, use it seriously. But wait till you hear this next story, and this might be the first time ever that I pull the B word, okay? Because what this this girl did, I have to say, sadly, makes her a full-on biatch, (laughs) all right? I, I won't even talk about what. Let's get to it. Let's check out how this weasel, this biosh, uh, took a ride on the free boat and manipulated men to help her through the tough economy. Check this out. One New York woman used Match.com to score $1,200 a month in free dinners. According to the Business Insider, 23-year-old Jessica Sporty was deep in debt. After her $1,400 a month rent and $500 a month on food, she couldn't make ends meet. So she decided to sign up for Match.com and went on five dates a week where each guy paid for her dinner. She even made a spreadsheet with all of her dates Match.com profiles so she would not go out with the same man twice. She went to fancy New York restaurants and one date even bought her a $200 bottle of champagne. 
Now she's drawing so much negative attention on the web that the original post changed her name in the story. On social media, women are divided, with one tweeting, quote, gotta give it to her, but others saying it's, quote, the most annoying thing I have ever read. But men are mostly angry, admitting that what Sporty did is, quote, their biggest fear. But scared men, don't you worry, Sporty is in a relationship now and no longer on the dating site. Sporty? How about shitty? How about shitty attitude? How about shitty thing to do? Yeah. I'll keep the last part of your name, the Y part, and re- replace sport with shit. <laughs> How about that, shitty? What a shitty thing to do, man. Can you believe it? She made a spreadsheet. She planned it all out five nights a week. And we're not talking like Applebee's. We're talking like fancy New York restaurants, man. Like, we're probably talking, these guys probably dropped 100 to 150 bucks a meal on this Biashe, right? And now, for convenience sake, oh, she's off the dating scene. Apparently, now she's in a relationship. My ass. Nice try, shitty. Nice to wait to try and defuse the bomb, shitty. <laughs> shitty, shitty, bang, bang. Unbelievable. Yeah, can you imagine the loser that's going out with shitty? I mean, she she's played her cards. She showed what she's made of. Talk about gold digger. Talk about uh, manipulative. Talk about low life. And then some, some women have the nerve to, to uh, tweet, oh, creative, way to go, smart move. Really? That's your attitude? It's a smart move to con people? You're, you're going to side with that attitude? How about this, whoever wrote that tweet? How about you take a man out to dinner and he cons you out of 200 bucks? Is it still a smart move, lady? Is it still clever? When you're the victim? Is it still, oh, what a smart, what a wonderful, smart, clever girl? I don't think so. Nobody should be uh, subject to that type of behavior. And I'm sorry, shitty, but uh, times are tough for everybody. I'm sure even the guys that took you out for dinner were probably like, ooh, this is going to hurt a little, but, you know, she's cute. She sounded nice. I'm, you know, I'm going to roll the dice and buy her a nice dinner. And meanwhile, the whole time, she's just sitting there, oh, yeah, give me that T-bone steak. Oh, I'll have the lobster. Give me the pheasant under glass. Appetizers, sure. Bring me four, maybe five. Yeah, I'll have the two hundred bottle, uh, two hundred dollar bottle of champagne. Yeah, hey. And while she's eating all that delicious food, the gourmet food, shoveling in her shitty pie hole, she's thinking about what she's gonna be eating the next night with the next loser that she's got on her little play sheet. Oh, man. That is just maddening. That is, you know, life is hard enough. The dating scene is hard enough for men and women. You know, the the games people play are hard enough. Even when you're in a healthy relationship, there's game play. There's always that little give and take. There's that, let's see how far I can push the other one. Let's see what I can get away with. Let's, Let's see who has the power. It never stops. 
but uh, to, to even go on a date at the very beginning, the whole thing's just a big setup. It's a ruse. It's a con. I mean, yeah, that would that makes men mad. That gets my hairs up. You know, when you buy a woman uh, dinner, usually that's uh, that's a man saying, "Hey, I like you. I respect you. I I'm showing my affection for you. I'm showing my generosity. I'm I'm showing that uh, you know I have feelings for you." I want to be here with you. I'm, you know, whatever, a whole list of things. And yes, of course, there's probably the guys that are like, hey, buy you dinner. I hope I get some action, you know. But then you got to look at the other side. Maybe a woman's going out to dinner because she's like, hey, I like this guy. I'll let him take me to dinner. And maybe if I'm lucky, I'll get some good action. It can work both ways. But. You know, to do that here and there, it probably happens. Or you go out on a date and it doesn't work. You know, everyone's intentions are good. The dinner happens and you just don't click. I get it. But when you uh, when you have a playbook and you have a graph and a chart and you have a strategy and you're doing it night after night, I don't wish food poisoning on anyone, but I hope this chick goes for sushi and swallows the most vile, putrid, toxic piece of blowfish or tuna, ahi, ahi, or whatever it is. I just hope the thing's laced with mercury and she's puking her guts out for a week. That's karma, man. Have a nice, warm dish of karma. It's free, baby. Oh, wait, it's not free. It turns sour when you treat people like shit, shitty. So there you go, man. Oh, I couldn't hold back on that topic. That stuff pisses me off. And it's just not it's not just what she did. It's anyone in life. Why why you gotta dupe people, man? Like I said, life is hard enough. Why you gotta dupe people? Why you gotta cheat people out of their, their money, out of their integrity, out of their they're blood, sweat, and tears. Up yours, man. Do unto others as thou would have done unto thine self, right? Next time you go out with someone or you think you're going to dupe someone or cheat someone, think about that. And not even in the if you're if you're all worried about religion as people seem to be these days. Oh my god, he's quoting religion. Well, why don't we just pretend Mark Twain wrote that line or Donald Trump or Mickey Mouse? Okay, it's a pretty simple line, pretty simple application. Do unto others as thou would have done unto thine self. <laughs> Did I sound like God right there? I got to do that again, put a little echo on there. Do unto others as thou would have done unto thyself. And just so people don't get overwhelmed with the religious aspect. I will do it as Mickey Mouse, too. Ah, uh, do unto others as thou would uh, do unto thine self. <laughs> there, see? It's just a line. It, it should be a credo that we all uh, live by. If you've got plans of duping someone, whether it's a friend or a foe, don't. Life's hard. Life's a struggle. You don't need to uh, compound it by doing that stuff. Maybe that's the reason life's a struggle, because we're always worried about who's going to rip us off next.
Just love. Just love. Grab your partner and twirl around in the daisies and love them. Love them. <laughs> if I ever get a whiff that a girl's pulling that stunt on me, man, oh, and, you know, I'm pretty perceptive, okay? I think I can count myself as a perceptive gentleman. I would drive her ass through the Arby's drive through so quickly. Hey, hey, how long you been on Match.com? Really? Oh, great. This is so great. We can meet up for dinner. Um, Yeah, where are we going? Oh, you know what? We don't even have to get out of the car. Welcome to Chick-fil-A, shitty. What? <laughs> Hope you enjoy your semi-warm chicken patty with a pickle on it. Cost me three ninety nine. And by the way, once you're finished, get out. You're walking home. Yeah, I planned that. All right, there you go. What are your thoughts? I ho- I don't know. I, I Maybe you can argue with what I just said, but this one, I'm standing firm on it, man. That was just wrong. That wasn't clever. Let me know what you think. 888-500-2090. And, uh, you know. Let's hear from the men and the women on this one. Be interesting to see uh, see what you think. Um, yeah, I gotta go uh, get something to eat. Um, uh, I'm gonna take a little break. Uh, go on to Match.com and see if I can find a hottie. Pills, huh? Saw a commercial the other night. They have pills for a thing called restless leg syndrome. <laughs> I'm sorry, man, but what is that? Restless lights. They have a, a picture of a lady sitting on her, her easy chair watching TV, and her legs are, like, twitching. Oh, man. What's next? A pill for, uh, I'm breathing too much? I'd like to maybe take four less breaths an hour. Or, uh... My hand moved. Can I get a pill for that? I think I saw my hand move. I walked up some stairs today. Do you have any uh, anti-walking-up-the-stairs pills for me, please? Itchy, twitchy leg syndrome. Huh. If your legs are going nuts 24 hours a day, have them so that they become detachable. Get surgery so you can take them off at night. Put them out in the garage and crush grapes. Start a vineyard, man. Twitchy leg wineries. Unscrew your legs at night, put them in the garage, and jump up and down in an old barrel full of grapes. Put your itchy, twitchy legs to work. Oh, what a world. Oh, yeah, it is a world. It is a wacky world, man. I mean, from people uh, conning us to selling us pills... And how about this? Have you seen the, the this thing they're doing now? Is the uh, and it's not anything new, but they're discovering more and more of it. The tunnels being built in Mexico that are going under the ground. Well, I guess Harlan, you said tunnel. We get it. It's underground, dumbass. Okay, sorry. Why are you talking to yourself? I don't know because there's no one else here. Okay, well you're still a dumbass. Thank you. May I continue? Yes, you may. They're building underground tunnels, these drug cartels, that are very, very elaborate. They're more and more elaborate uh, all the time. 
I saw one on the news the other night. Uh, it had a trolley car and a toll booth underground. And then once you get past the toll booth, there was a uh, snack bar and a theme park. You could take a break, put your bundle of marijuana down, and go on a uh, merry-go-round and a roller coaster. And there's a Motel 6 under there, so if you want a place to leave the kids while you're picking up your bundle and continuing on through your tunnel. All right, they're not that elaborate, but, I mean, they're crazy. They're getting longer, and they're getting bigger, and they've got air ducts in them where they're pumping fresh oxygen down. They're, uh, they've got lighting in them. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy, the ingenuity that goes into these things. The engineering that goes into these things. I mean, it is it is unreal, and you got to wonder how much grass goes through these tunnels, how much contraband, how much heroin, how much whatever, how many illegal aliens. What's moving through these tunnels before they're they're figured out? And every year they 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 find some. So you got to wonder how many haven't they found? It is it is scary, man. The 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 quest to get drugs into this country, the hunger, the need, the market for it is ridiculous. But uh, you know these guys will stop at nothing. They don't care. You got your fat cats at the top who live in the mansions in the hills down in uh, the heart of Mexico. And they're like, yeah, get those eight guys who make uh, $12 a year and tell them we'll give them $20 a year if they if they mule back big bundles of uh, dope underground. Human gophers. You know, we'll send them to the dentist. We'll get their front teeth stretched. All right? We'll put hair plugs all over their bodies. Tell them to grow their fingernails. And uh, let's put some whiskers in their in their cheeks, and we'll just feed them cheese and roots, and we'll turn them into human gophers. And then before long, they can actually dig the tunnels with their faces and their claws and their teeth. God, I mean, it's horrible, man. And it's scary the 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 uh, the level people go to to uh, fill the need. And no, uh, no value on what's right, no value on uh, the law, no value put on what's moral. It's just like, hey, man, I'm here, I'm living, let's see what I can get out of this turkey. Let's see how much money I can make before I die. Who cares if I, if I cause a kid to get addicted to drugs or ruin a family or People get shot in the street because they're fighting. No, I don't care. This is all about me, man. Wasn't this planet? Uh, didn't God create this world for me? I think so. Or you got the other. Oh, I, you know, I'm not doing anything wrong. You know, if they want to buy it, I'm I'm just filling a need. Hey. Or, hey, man, it grows out of the earth, man. It's, uh, you know, it's a natural thing. I'm not doing anything wrong. It's the cops that have the problem well sure they have a problem we live in a society where there's rules there has to be rules for things to function i know believe me 
I'm a bit of a free spirit. I don't love the rules. In fact, I've kind of bent the rules my whole life, but I don't break the law. And you're like, ah, rules, schmools. You know, I was like, no. I don't know if you live in a house, but uh, if you have kids, do you train your kids to go pee in the toilet? Or do you say, you know what, Junior? Piss all over the living room. There's no rules here. Screw the rules. You want to throw your dinner on the wall and mush it into the wallpaper? Go ahead. While you're at it, why don't you light your bedroom on fire? I don't need the rules. Oh, sure. All these people that disregard the rules, it's fine and dandy until it steps on their world. Kind of like we got a theme here going with the, the selfish girl. Shitty, 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 bang, bang. It's all about how would you like it if it happened to you type of thing. But these guys, these people don't look at that. They're just out to get what they can get, man. They're, they're like they're like people running through Walmart on, on Black Friday. It's like, oh, my God, give me this, give me that, give me that. Ah, I got to have that. Ah, who cares what anyone else? I'm going to trample everyone to get what I need. <laughs> Civility, man. Structure, uh, rules, they're slowly dissolving. They are slowly, maybe not even slowly. And then the bigger picture is almost like, so they catch these people muling drugs through the underground. And, you know, it doesn't even seem that the uh, penalty's that severe anymore. You know what? Uh, you probably buy, you know, 40 50,000 bundles of weed to there. Yeah, you're getting two years. Or you know what? Better yet, we're going to deport you. How about that punishment? You're not allowed to come back to this country anymore. Ha <laughs> ha, we got you. Guys there the next day, digging a new tunnel, climbing a new wall, whatever. It never stops. But it's just falling apart, man. It, it almost like, seems like uh, we do need to rewrite the rule book, don't we? And make things very simple. I don't know. It's it's uh, it's getting weird, man. I hope uh, you're uh, part of the solution and not part of the problem. I hope you people listening, and I mean this sincerely, I hope you look at your lives, you look at yourself, and when you wake up every day, you go, I'm not going to hurt anyone today. I'm not going to rip anyone off. I'm not going to manipulate anyone. In fact, if I see someone in need, I might I will try and help that person. Or uh, I will try to do something good that benefits uh, everyone. And I don't mean that in a hippy-dippy granola way, but just in a simple, practical way. Look for the ways to uh, do better in life, improve things in life, as opposed to <laughs> getting sucked into the other way, which doesn't benefit anyone but Yourself, really, if you're the one uh, perpetuating the whole uh, self-indulgent looking out for yourself deal. There you go. Not my words, really, just maybe the the words of, of humankind right there. I think that's a practical approach for humankind to uh, get along, survive, and treat each other right. I can't I can't claim all that business what I just said. That that's just inherent 
And uh, I think what happens is sometimes that goodness in people gets overshadowed by the pressures and the, the influence that comes at us in life. And, uh, you know, just be aware of it. Be on top of it. Take care of yourself. Take care of everyone else. Bingo. Oh, wow, that felt good. Now, I think I'm going to go break into my neighbor's house and make myself a sandwich. Um, okay, really not a good ending to that little bit there. Wow. Wow, see, the forces are always at play, man. Woo, look out. Yeah, look out indeed. Wonder bread, salami, and mayonnaise. No, I'm not going to break into my neighbor's house. I did that yesterday. Uh, but speaking of breaking in, I, I got a funny story for you. Um, I actually called 911 yesterday. Can you believe it? In, in my, it, Actually, this plays into what I was just saying. Um, I was out uh, at a meeting, and I drove back home, and I'm driving up my street. And I think like everyone else, you kind of, when you've lived somewhere long enough, like 10 years or more, you kind of get a feel for who's in the neighborhood. You kind of, you know, get a visual on who the uh, cast of characters are, who the people are, who's there. And uh, and uh, you, you actually get familiar with a lot of the faces you see and the vibe of the neighborhood. And when something uh, different happens some kind of anomaly appears, you kind of notice it. It sticks out because you're like, wait a minute, who's that? Or what's that? Or what's going on? And uh, so yesterday I'm driving home, and I think it was around like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And out in the middle of the street, well, not in the middle, but walking up the side of the street were these two gentlemen, and they were kind of dressed up. You know, kind of wearing like nice pants and nice shirt and a tie. And one of them actually had a jacket on. And they were, let me say this, they were dressed up to the best of their ability. In other words, they didn't have great dress-up clothes, but they were dressed up to the best that they could be dressed up. And to the point where it looked kind of lame, it looked kind of bad. It was a mishmash of you know, dress clothes that didn't really match, didn't really work. But you could tell they were kind of putting it on. And and uh, it was a tall uh, black gentleman, um, th- kind of thin build, and another black gentleman, kind of a huskier guy with a mohawk. Okay? And they're kind of wandering up the street, and uh, they've got these kind of, clothes that they have on that that just don't seem to match uh, anything. And then they've got a clipboard in their hand. And they're kind of like walking around looking semi-lost or trying to look very casual. But let me put it this way. This is a street that normally you don't see people walking on, okay, because it's a busy artery. It's the main street. It goes up a steep hill. And normally people just don't walk it because it's busy. And uh, and I mentioned that the gentlemen were black. And for whatever reason, I don't care if you're black, Asian, Indian, Eskimo. Anyone can live in my neighborhood. But for whatever reason, I live in a neighborhood where I don't know why. 
but I don't see a lot of black people in the neighborhood. I think there's a, a gentleman that lives a few doors up from me that's black. Uh, one of my neighbors uh, is, is black on the other side. But as far as I know, I think there's only like four or five black uh, people in the neighborhood. And these guys weren't them. And they didn't fit in. The clothing seemed forced. The clothing didn't seem to match. You know, a guy in a tie and a suit and a mohawk. And we've had trouble in the neighborhood before where there's there, every few years there seems to be a series of break-ins. And every few years they seem to happen when these guys have been spotted in the neighborhood. Okay? You following me? Um, and I think what they're doing is they're posing as Jehovah's Witnesses or I've had ones that I've actually stopped and talked to and they, they pretend they're like selling a magazine subscription or something that's just not really done anymore. We have the Internet. Who walks around and sells magazine subscriptions door-to-door or collects for charities door-to-door? It, you just don't get the door-to-door thing anymore. And when you got two guys that look completely out of place with mohawks and clothes they look like they picked up at the Salvation Army, the, the red flags went off immediately. And I'm like, you know what? I have neighbors that have been robbed. I've seen it. I'm not going to let it happen. And these guys might be completely innocent. I don't know their story. Maybe they are Jehovah's Witnesses. Maybe they're a Mohawk-wearing Jehovah. (laughs) Praise be. Right? But I'm like, you know, there's no harm in the cops rolling up and saying, hey, gentlemen, what are you doing in the neighborhood? Who are you? What are you looking for? And so as I said, I drove up at 2 o'clock. And I saw them, and right away I was like, oh, this doesn't look good. But I let it go. I was like, okay, maybe they're just guys. I shouldn't be judgmental, whatever. Wandering around, what are they up to? So then I went home. I was at home for like an hour and a half, almost two hours, and then I had to go out to another meeting. So I roll back down the street, and there they are. They're still wandering around in the same general area, but now... Now dusk has has happened, or dawn or whatever. I don't know what it is. Whenever the sun goes down, <laughs> look at me. I don't even know that. Um, when the when sun go down, thing get dark. There, there's my caveman talk. And uh, and now they were standing on the porch of a house where no lights were on. Clearly, nobody was home. And they're standing there, and I drive by, and they're looking around very suspiciously like, ooh, I hope this guy doesn't see me. I saw them, and I said, that's it. This is completely out of context. Who are these guys? Something ain't right. I'm looking out for my neighbor. I called 911. And I told them, I said, look, I'm suspicious, suspicious activity in the neighborhood. And uh, and I had uh, I had them like send out some cruisers. Now I don't know if they ever f- caught up to the guys. I don't know if they found them. But uh, you know, I was looking out for my neighbor. I was like, you know what? I wouldn't want my place broken into if, in fact, these guys are thieves. I don't want my neighbor broken into. Those guys don't deserve to disrupt the, the person's life. And so I took a moment and tried to make a difference. And let me just close by saying, I'm not judging these guys. I'm just saying, 
you go on your instinct when things kind of stick out you you know bells and whistles go off and you're suspicious you you're allowed to be suspicious and uh based on that suspicion i i was proactive and i thought you know what let the cops talk to them see what's up if they're jehovah's and they're good guys god bless you be on your way if you're looking for trouble i hope you got stopped oh there you go what a fun show today all kinds of weird uh, this kind of went in a weird place a fun place uh, but speaking of stopping, we're at the end. I even went a little overboard here. Went a little long today. You're like, great, we noticed, Williams. Thanks. Just about nodded off about eight times. Thanks for... Uh... <laughs> uh, but who cares? have to get it out. And uh, speaking of getting it out, oh, my God. Are, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Why don't you get out? And I don't mean, like, get out of my life i mean why don't you get out and uh come and see me uh next week in indianapolis i will be at crackers broad ripple a great comedy club in indianapolis that'll be thursday december 15th 16th and 17th get your tickets and uh, it's my last gig of the year it's gonna be a blast um, don't forget to check out harlanwilliams.com where you can write me, or if you want to call the uh, Harlan uh, Highway answering machine, 888-500-2090. Leave your comments, questions, and underpants. What? Um, and that's it, man. That's, uh, that's all we got. Don't forget your Christmas present is uh, coming on Monday. We are going to post live on the Internet, on YouTube, my little Christmas present to you, the latest episode of my animated cartoon, The Cock, the Ass, and the Pussy, which is not sexual. It's about a rooster, a donkey, and a cat. And uh, you can see that cartoon at youtube.com backslash capcartoon. And uh, there's already a couple of episodes up there, but the one coming on the 12th, I think, is the best one yet. Our little series is still kind of finding its legs, and uh, I feel like it's getting better and better. And I can definitely say part three is probably the funniest one yet. So hopefully you check that out. Check me out in um, Indianapolis on the uh, 15th, 16th, and 17th. And uh, that's it, man. Be good, be happy, and uh, buy someone some lunch. Make yourself feel good, but not a gold digger. All right, that's it. I'm done. Thank you so much for being here. Tell your friends. And until next time, a big free bowl from me to you of chicken chow mein, baby. Charlie Lee got a rice cake.